What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the seventh episode of the Let's Talk Forest podcast. Joined again by Dylan and Owen this week. Say hello, guys. Hello, how's everyone? How are we, guys? Hope you're well. We're just, we're all just sat there, like behind the phone or something. Like, shut up. We don't want to answer your questions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, how no, are we but, feeling, boys? Um, I feel like, well, I've. In case no one gets it, we're going to speak about the Preston game in this in this episode. Like it's as simple as that. Not much has happened since the last podcast, apart from that game and a few transfers here and there and stuff like that. But mainly the Preston game, and I feel like the way we played put a damper on the first month of the season. Yeah, Big I damper. think the I think the best way to if you're going to sum up the game it was two sides of very different football. To be fair. Very different, very two different halves. Um, first half was just all Preston, really. And then the second half, we kind of just switched into gear and pulled it yeah. back. We looked like the, the threatening forest we've seen before in the second half, like the one we know we've got. But first half, it was diabolical. Yeah, that first half was just a bit, uh, was just all Preston, really. Can't make a ten-yard pass. No, no. Did we were they were just all all over. Um, we were just sat back, couldn't get anything going forward. Midfield was a bit off in that first half. And, didn't even look. And, I didn't realize Thiago Silva was playing until like thirty-five minutes in. No, no. Literally, he. I think. I think everyone just started off slow. Yeah. And I think Preston. It's one of them when teams come to the city ground. I think a lot of Forest fans and the Forest players forget that when teams come to us, they're like, right, we've got to go out hard because we're this is this is Forest away. Especially and because the results we've just been getting as well. Exactly. So we've been on form. So that's exactly what Preston have been doing. In, so their, mind, in their minds, they'd have been like, um, right, Forest have just beat Fulham, just got a big 3-0 win against Derby in the Cup. Like we've got to go there and put on a performance now because it, yeah. if we don't, if we're not up to any scratch, we are going to get walked over here. Yeah, precisely. And to be fair, all my credit to Preston because they got that goal. And it, it, to be fair, it wasn't a brilliant, it wasn't like a, an amazing goal or anything like that. You know, they had all the they had all the possession. Yeah. Um, and they managed to just kind of I don't know, just put it in the back of the net. I feel but like that, I tell you what, their goal summed Forest's first half up. Yeah, absolutely. Like the, the, the way the box keeper made a good save, and then it fell right to the edge of the box, and the right back must have sprinted 15 just, yards without no one around him. No, no one contested him. He just picked that ball up and then bang. Just thingy though, isn't it? They're always our bogey team, Preston. Yeah, they yeah, always know you, how. You called they it. Love, they love coming the to the city ground. They love coming to the city ground. I can't remember the last time we beat them. No, to be fair, we don't want them anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't want them. The way I, I, I'll give it to them because this, I mean the second half is a completely different Forest side. Yeah. But I tell you what, it took a while to get that second goal. It took again, it took super subs to get that goal because the way Preston yeah. sat back and set up their shape was incredible. Their shape at the back is hard to break down. Yeah, I mean they really struggled. A fantastic subs again. Yeah. But yeah, again, perfect. Nice to see well. he's, he's answered a few questions on that base that if, if he's got an extra plan and things like that. He's answered that question already in the first month. He's done it a yeah. few times this season when he's brought someone on. 
they either scored, got an assist, or just changed the way the game's gone. I mean, I I felt, I mean, it, for me, I've already felt like that Lamucci knows his team, he knows when to make the subs, and he knows how to make a sub that's going to have an impact. So when we were a goal down, I, and it, it sounds daft, but I kind of wasn't worried because I knew that, you know, right, okay, Lamucci will, will assess it and bring on the right subs, which he did. So I don't think any Forest fan can kind of complain in terms of strategy and stuff like that. It was just a case of first half we didn't turn up and they did. Yeah, for me. I don't know what. <sighs> the first half, I, it's just one of them things we've got to get rid of it as quick as possible. Yeah, like not. Just... I can't take one positive out of the first half. It's as simple no. as that. We could we couldn't make a ten yard pass. We could. Our midfield just literally looked like. They could have sat at the side of the pitch and watched the game happen because they didn't do anything. Yeah, the yeah, the only positive I could take from the first half was keeper. Yeah, 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 yeah. Game again, cracking who's game. Thought, Not a lot I could do. Again? Watson, uh, Watson Silver, Samedo. Watson I was very, great. very disappointed in Samedo. Very disappointed. Yeah, Samedo was. I mean, he's going to have down days. We know that. You know, he can't be. He's set that level now, and if he would, if he keeps I dropping I off, yeah. I wouldn't mind if he just dropped off a tad bit. Like, like he's shown glimpses, like a minute here, a minute there, and then he went quiet for five minutes. But he, that's fine. But the entire half, nothing. At least he's got the, the ball and lost half, every single time. Hundred percent agree. But at least at half time, uh, Lamucci knew. Like he didn't wait. He brought him off at half time. Yeah, yeah, this is what I like. Is he knows his players, and he knows when. Right, he. You know, there's there's a kind of a difference between having a bad game or having a bad start, and just needing time to come into it. But he know he knew that Semedo was not on it. He was like, right, no half time, he's coming off. Mm-hmm. And to be fair, he, I thought it was good as well because he could have. Again, I'm gonna I'm gonna dig him up because he's my boy. He could have <laughs> easily could have easily brought Silver off in that first half as well because Preston. The thing I noticed was Preston are a unit. They are massive. Midfield, up front, and in defence, they have got big boys. And the first half, they were all over Silver, which majority of teams are. But the second half, once we kind of settled down and started to started to yeah, he could he was finding little pockets. And yeah, that. he was finding little pockets, and he actually second half he brought himself up. But I think that first half, when we were slow and he was slow with the team, he could have easily gone. No, Silver needs to come off. But I think he kind of realised that actually. Once this team gets playing, Silver can play against Preston, and he did in the second half. So you, I don't think anyone could say that he doesn't know his team and he doesn't know when to make subs. Yeah. The only thing that disappointed he, me was in that first half, we we was the home team, and I did, I've not looked at the stats, but I wouldn't have put it past like the stats saying that Preston had sixty percent of the ball in the first half, which is diabolical on your own pitch. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean. Preston got that one. I think it was about eight minutes or maybe even 10, 15 to go with the first half. I was praying we got to half time at one. Yeah. Purely because the way that Preston were going about it and the way that their fans, it's frustrating one when a, when an away team goes up at, for, at, at Forest because the away teams are always behind them first half. They're just, mm-hmm. they're roaring them on. They're roaring them forward. So when we, the way we started and then Preston got that goal, I was, I was planning for the worst, really, before half-time. It was like, a, watching it, it was like a training match. Yeah. Like attack, attack at the end to defence. Like, 
I'm pretty sure Graben probably had three touches in the first half, if that. Yeah. No, there was not a lot going forward. But then if we look to the second half, I mean, you, you had another the two script. three... You had another two, three minutes injury time. We, it's, we're winning 2-1 yeah. because we were going at them and at them and at them. And then when we got that goal, as soon as we got that goal, it was all Forest. But yeah. it's that classic football thing of when you leave it a bit too late and, and, and Preston was so... Preston knew what was going to happen. They're not oh, yeah. daft. <laughs> they, they, they came as for as a the point. were made. Yeah, they're more than happy with that point. That's a they, great point. They, they're taking point back home to Preston. That's it. They're like, yep, job done. Thank you for coming. Whereas from a Forest point of view, no disrespect to Preston, but it's two points dropped. Yeah, if we yeah, want to be going is. anywhere near the top six, we need to be beating teams like Preston. 100%. Because yeah. we can't be losing two points here and there. No, them, yeah. them, them two points well, could be the difference at the end of the season. I mean, we perform for... I'm, I'm pretty confident. I'm not, Again, no disrespect to Preston because I thought they, the way they set up defensively were fantastic. Oh, it was a perfect away performance. But... Do you know if we if we step it up first half and we play football like we did in the second half, Preston are down and out in that game. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Preston would have seriously struggled to come my, away. With yeah, my, my dad said that, to be fair. It was, I think it was probably three minutes before Preston scored or something like that. And he turned to me and went, because I'm pretty sure we had a free kick like wide right. And he went, we put this on someone's head and it goes in, Preston will lose it. They'll just go because I yeah. can't see it. If you, you put them to the sword, they're going. Yeah, yeah they, 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 it was so important for them to score that first goal as well. Because, yeah. like you said, if we, because obviously we're teams that come to the city ground and we've struggled in the last two years, is if they nick a goal, they'll sit back. Where we've always been good at if they come at us, we're very good at going at them as well. Like, we love teams yeah. that come at us. Yeah, 100%. Um, and that's why, like, like for example, your dad saying if we scored, then they would have had to come at us and then that would open more mm-hmm. gaps up for us. But I thought, again, Carvalho coming on just showed his quality that. One, one bit of magic that passed yeah. through yeah. the I mean, <laughs> put it, put um, it, I'm pretty sure not one of our goals this season have been from a ball. Central part of the pitch, like middle middle of the pitch, just outside the box, slipping it through to someone. Little slip. I mean, not one, not one goal has been scored this like what, that. Exactly. I know there's a few people criticised feel like Carvalho doesn't do enough, but he's that, what I love about him is that he did it a lot last year. He's that, he's that one player that can see that ball in behind yeah. the defence. He's two free st- he's two free passes ahead of everyone. Exactly. Like, that ball was you, perfect. It could have been grabbing or a dominant finish it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It was a you fantastic him, ball. Yeah, you give him the ball midway into the attacking half. So you you passing that ball halfway in Preston's half and he already knows where he's putting it before the ball's yeah. even at his feet and he's controlled it. I do like uh, his and uh, Silver's link-up play sometimes, especially yeah, yeah, a little we, bit of Derby we as well. Saw, we saw glimpses of it against Preston. Like I said, we left it too late, which is unfortunate. Yeah. But, but like looking at like looking obviously before the game, you got three points. We all wanted three points. Mm-hmm. But look at the performance. I think we'd all say a point was a fair result. Oh, Not yeah, point yeah, was yeah, absolutely yeah, yeah. fair. They but won like, one half, we won the other. It's as simple as that. You, there's not really much you can say about it. But praise up, pray, massive praise to Lamucci though, like. Again, the substitutions were... Maybe the starting level wasn't right, but the substitutions made a massive difference. I felt sorry for him in the first half, Lemuja. Yeah. Because it was like this everything... Is... All the hard work he's put in, it's just, it went to nothing in the first half because it seemed like everything they've learned under him, they just forgot how to do for that 45 minutes. It was such a sloppy yeah. goal to concede as well, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, like, it, was, like, it wasn't well worked at all. I mean, they were just going, coming at yeah. us. A shot gets deflected back to a right. Was it the right back? Yeah, the right back yeah. must have ran 15, dodgy 20 yards shot, back, no one dodgy around. Dodgy shot, deflected, and then the winger or striker, sorry, I don't know where he plays to be fair, had time to cut it, cut it, 
like fake on his right, cut on his left, and get his shot away. There's no way a player should be allowed that much time in the box. No. Uh, and it was a bit it's lucky as well. That, that right back like... didn't even get closed down. No, yeah, I thought that as well. The, the defensive a... seal was coming from 15, 20 yards away. Like, he, he must have ran that distance to go get that ball. And he this hit was, it the first uh... time. Why don't you just go out to him? I thought this, Yeah, was thought this was the problem. main problem with the first half, is that not only were we lazy in terms of like attacking, we were just slow defensively, like so lethargic. Like no one's going forward. Like no one's tracking. Yeah, a hundred percent, hundred percent. Can you think of a good chance we had in the first half, really? No, I couldn't tell you anything about that first half other than just seeing their right back absolutely bomb it to get to that ball. And the most embarrassing thing was, like you said, the the right back shot. It was that embarrassing. The, the home fans did the typical A as soon as he hit it because oh, it was going yeah. that far wide and then it landed at Billy Bowden's uh, feet. But he shouldn't have had that much space, should he? And time no, hundred percent no, not. And like, this is I, was, the thing I was watching a replay, and I'm thinking like, it's a bit unlucky as well. Like it went through like three different sets of legs. Yeah. Went under them, and it's just like, oh man, it's such a sloppy goal from our point of view. Say how well we defend against teams like Leeds, Fulham. Do you know what West, I mean? Bro- West Brom hardly created a chance. Yeah. They scored from a fluke ball into the box and then one mistake from a goalkeeper. They didn't really create a chance against them, but showing our defence was quite good. Exactly. I mean, most most games, our defence has been pretty solid. And that's why I think it was a shame for Lamucci and for us to, to concede such a sloppy goal. Yeah. <laughs> I think this is the thing with, uh, like you said, Dylan, defensively, we've been so sound. So what makes that first half feel even worse is, I know I know it was kind of a fluky goal and, and it's football, fluky goals are going to happen. But when a fluky goal like that, like when the ball being pounded into our box comes from our lack of defence, yeah, it just makes it feel like poor yeah. goal to concede. Really, it, it's like the West Brom, the West Brom loss at the start of the season. I can, I can kind of take it over the fact that their goals were just. I mean that cross. That just dinked over Muir. You, you, you have to just accept it. It's not really a defensive error. We didn't do anything wrong. But the Preston one, that first half, we were so poor at the back yeah. that you it just kind of, it, was, the, uh, it was inevitable that they were going to get a goal. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, Dawson yeah, said that after, on the radio. Thing. Yeah. He says he says that first half was identical cause to the Charlton game. They, yeah. they were just running straight at us. And again, I don't know, is that, is that, that a mentality? case of like, yeah, is he we think they're a the smaller team. team. No, I don't know. I don't think it's the manager. I think it's the players. Yeah. It's like it's always been the like. For example, Fulham, Derby, Leeds are up for it. They want it. And they come against these teams that have been promoted, like Charlton or Preston, who are like a probably a mid-table team, if we're being honest. And they just think, nah, nah, we don't need to play. Yeah, and it's like it's like mentality. I mean, a minute comes to a point in the second half where they wake up. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. 100%. I mean, I sound like a broken record, and I, I won't be the only guy to say this this year, but in the Championship, you cannot, you cannot underestimate any football club. No, you, can't. you cannot do it. Home or away, I don't care who you are or anything like that. Because anyone can beat anyone look in the at, look, look at Saturday for the prime example. Um, Swansea, albeit they were second in the league and had a very good start to the league, well, the bookies and everyone had them wrote down to... Not get smashed at Leeds, but a comfortable win for Leeds. I was like saying Leeds will just continue the reign at the top. Well, yeah. Swansea score 89th minute and win the game. Precisely. Simple as that. So it's a very, it's one of the weirdest leagues in the world. It's probably one of the most unique leagues. To be fair, it has to be, doesn't it? Oh yeah, 100%. But like, we need football. to 
hopefully when we come back from international break, when we play teams like Preston, I mean, after Swansea, I want to say we've got someone like Barnsley or like them kind of teams. But I want to say we've got Barnsley and Blackburn. I just hope that like we do not, you know, what's it? We do not put, take our foot off the gas and we treat those two teams like we're playing a Fulham or a Leeds, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's so important. Like, because otherwise, like you said, Jack, we're going to fall off. I know it's only other days, but them two points we've lost against Preston and ideally Cholton, they might be different from us getting the playoffs or not. But yeah, like, if you, if you look at... You can't read into the table at this point in the season. There's no point. If you do it, you're delusional. <laughs> it, but if you do, then where we were sat on Saturday before the game and where Preston was, there was six. Well, for example, if that's in February, March time, it's a must-win game. Yeah. 100%. So why don't we have that mentality now? They're above us in the league. Let's go win it. Then we'll go above them in the league. Hundred percent, man. I just like I think we can all agree that hopefully when we play teams like the Prestons of the world and below below teams that are lower below us in the league. I know Preston are, but I'm saying like yeah. come back time. I just hope we have the same fight as we do against the former leagues. Because if we play like we do against them, lot, would easily make the playoffs, man. Easily. Oh, yeah, easily. That's where we lose our points. It's no, it's no like blind. All Forest fans know it. We we don't turn up for games like that. I think that's it's how we all get football. so frustrated as Forest fans. Yeah, because we literally went from seeing our team dominate 90 minutes of the ball against Derby in a 3-0 win to then what we watched in the first half against Preston. It was like, it's not the same fucking team. No, it's, it's it, any. I think for any club, that's a difficult watch, isn't it? Yeah. That's just difficult to watch when your team is the polar opposite to the other. Apart from if you're Man City. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but overall, I think overall, if we're looking at the past, from the start of the season to now, to only lose one game, to only lose the season opener is a seriously good achievement. I agree with that. We've lost the season opener. Cup and it's a, it's all competitions, we've lost the season opener That's by it. a fluky cross. I don't think there's an, an, any, any better platform. And we've got top three hardest starts to the championship season. Oh, 100%. 100%. That, I don't think anyone can can turn around and say, oh, we've like that start was an okay then, start or anything like that. Cause the, and then after the Swansea game, when we get back, every single opponent we've played has been above us in the league. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Look, yeah, look, yeah, that's very true. I mean, Swansea, Leeds, Charlton, yeah. Birmingham, Preston, West Brom. Yeah. Some yeah, of Birmingham are above us. I don't know how they're above us. That's a, a conspiracy, that is. Oh, the only thing I'm concerned they were shocking against us sorry go on the only thing I'm concerned with now is when we come back is we play Swansea and you know oh, the, the Swansea game is going to be difficult but after Swansea we start to underestimate everyone because yeah. we've got like the likes of Barnsley and and that mentality needs clubs. to go yeah that, we need, we that need to go into to the lost. we need to go into the mentality ours respect Swansea they are top of the league they've done very very well to start the season like this so if we lose we lose and and be it but then we have to go and win Barnsley Stoke whoever Blackburn Arsenal Arsenal (laughs) (laughs) I think that's a comfortable win boys let's not be daft now (laughs) but like you said Owen like we played in all competitions we played eight games right we've won four drawn three lost one for Lamucci's first month in English football, you can't really grumble That's at that. Quality. It's, I can't remember who it was. I, th- I don't think I heard it on the radio. It was like 
after that game against Preston, regardless of that result, he's going to sit down with his training staff and have a glass of wine and be like, do you know what, boys, well done. And I, I have to agree with that. Because yeah, I was, I was agreeing with what they were saying on the radio as well because they were saying <coughs> his, one of his first interviews he did when he joined, he was like, um, I need to get through August. That's all he kept on saying. He was like, I need yeah. to get through August. I need to get through August because he's coming from a league where you don't play that many games in a, in a he, week no. and stuff like yeah. that. He's used to playing 3-4 in, in August. Yeah, and, and to be fair, eight. I think that's the... <laughs> I, think I, I saw something, I read something online that said that was the busiest August Forest has had over the past like six years. Yeah. Like, like, we played more games than last year as well. We're going to have half, we're going to have the same amount of games in one week as we are, league games, sorry, as we had in one week than when we, in the whole of September, if you know what I mean. So when we had that yeah. space, we played Birmingham on the Saturday, Charlton on the Wednesday and um, Fulham on the Saturday. Well, we're only playing Barnsley, Stoke and Swansea in September in the league. Yeah. Bearing in, mind that, bearing in mind that he came in after pre-season and that's majority that, well, some of them players that have been playing in the squad week in, week out wasn't even there for pre-season. So this is this two weeks now, starting from Preston, after, it probably gave him a couple of days off after Preston. They started today, didn't they, about the training today? Yeah, they'd have gone back today and that's their first time to work together as a team. And that's, this is Lamucci's time now for, for the next week and a half, whatever, out. to actually be like, right, let's train. We've had a break, we've got no games for a while and he can put across points. Maybe he's going to address the, the Charlton game in the first half of Preston, you know. There'll be yeah. things that he wants to work on that he hasn't physically had the time to do. Just going back to that Preston game, I still, because where I sit, that I, I could see the angle the right back was running at. And it's as simple as a change of mentality of one of them, one of our defenders, because we had a lot of people in the box, let's not forget that. Just rush him. Just one, one of you out of the six or seven that were stood in there, run straight at him because, albeit it was a poor shot, well the shot could probably would have been poorer if you would have closed him down. It could have gone out for a throw or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And he doesn't land at the feet of Billy Bowden, and they don't score. We go into halftime nil nil, make the substitutions and go and win the game. It's just a simple, like switch of mentality in that type of area. But yeah, I couldn't agree more. And uh, one last thing I want to say about Lamucci was one thing that's impressed me a lot about um, this season was there's been a lot of photos of him at other championship games. Mm-hmm. And, he's, and he, I feel like he's a massive studier of the league. Do you know what I mean? Like, he's learning about 100%. the league. 100%. And like, I've never seen, in recent times, in Forest managers, where a manager has been so... Maybe because he is coming from a different... Maybe because... I mean, he's done a, he's been like made a massive impression on me, to be fair. Like, yeah. The way that he's but going, to like, he went, he I think he went to like Reading and Cardiff. He went down to Reading and Cardiff when we played Saturday. He went there on Sunday. We haven't played, we don't play Reading and Cardiff for months now, but he's there to study yeah. the game. Yeah, like, the he's learning game. English football. I think, the thing that and surprised me the most, and, I, and to be fair, I, at first I thought, oh, his training staff will be like, right, oh, Preston are big, they play like this. Oh, Leeds will come at you and play like this. Every, uh, to be fair, every team we've played against, Lamucci has known pretty much. Near and north, bar perfectly. Charlton, bar, yeah, bar maybe Charlton that was a bit of an underestimation. But he's gonna, he's gonna have 
some teams where he doesn't know as much. Yeah, he's known how to play them. He's absolutely nailed tactics. The only time he's been the only time he's been let down into his tactics haven't let him down. It's been the, the team if they've not played right. I mean, but in terms be, of yeah, I agree. I mean, I don't want to be biased here, but like I wouldn't say I say he'd match. I know he's got lucky, but he matched Belosa when it came to tactics. Yeah, yeah. That's he what beat I mean. Scott yeah, Park when it came to tactics. Yeah. He beat that clown down the road when it came to practice. They were in a bad day today as well, they are to die fans. I do not feel sorry for them, but... Um, no, not at all. <laughs> um, and then, so yeah, like you said, I think, tactic-wise, apart from the odd game, I'll let him off at the West Brom game because it's the first game of the season. Yeah. And Cholton, okay, fair. I mean, Cholton are second league. Like, I think they've surprised everyone. I think Cholton have absolutely bolstered it. I don't I mean, know I, how they've I, done it. I think they are going to... F- well, they got... can't see them. Beat yeah, them I mean, what is it? Um... Do we think they'll stick there though? No, no. What is it? The goal? What's it called? I'd love them to stick like there. Why not? Yeah, it'd be, it'd be good to. See. It'd be amazing to see it go into a That'd ball. Be fantastic. And considering what what's happened to them in recent years, like people forget they had a bit of struggle with their owner and stuff like that not long yeah, ago. They yeah, they they've been through some wars the past couple of years. But I mean, the problem with Charlton is I know the XG numbers, which is expected goals, doesn't match how many goals they're actually scoring. So like they're getting like I mean was it who did they a couple of weeks back they won like three nil but they only had like three shots yeah yeah like, so eventually it'll minute, come back out yeah so XG is basically saying eventually they might like because they're not taking loads of shots so eventually that will catch up to them they're yeah. not going to be as efficient with what they do exactly no, especially when they come up against a couple of giants and they get absolutely stomped oh. which it will happen it will happen to every team we're yeah. gonna lose we we'll, we'll be sat on this podcast. <laughs> talking about Forest losing three four nil, and Leeds Swansea. will probably do the same. All sorts. Every team is going to lose by a big margin this year. It's just how the league works. Well, yeah. Shall we uh, play my new quiz game? Come on, man. Fire the questions. <laughs> oh, welcome to the first ever quiz show <laughs> on the podcast. <laughs> I'll be your host, Dave Dylan Green. And the first question is to Jack. What's been your oh. favourite game of the season? I think it's pretty obvious, but. <laughs> I was gonna mess about and say Fleetwood one nil, but right, no. Nah, it's gonna be the Derby one. Fair enough. Oh, would you agree? Yeah, Derby. I mean, yeah, yeah I agree. You, come on now, you beat your rivals three 0 A very close second for me has got to be the Fulham one just for the performance. Yeah, I would, if it, if I weren't gonna say Derby, it would be it would yeah. be Fulham purely because the way we played against Fulham was outstanding, and no one expected that either. Exactly. Right. Well, question two. We we'll go to Owen first. The most disappointing well, game of the season so far? Probably probably Preston and Charlton. I mean, I'm gonna, the only reason I say Charlton over pick one Preston... Pick one I only say Charlton over Preston because Preston, we were a completely different team in the second half, whereas against Charlton, it, it, it wasn't until that... <laughs> it was that last 10 minutes. We yeah. kind of got a lucky little shit-ass corner. But that, you know, we were, we were bad both halves against Charlton. 100% agree. What about you, Jay? Do you agree? No, I'm going Preston over Charlton. Oh, really? Yeah, because we was the home team. We should have stamped our authority on the game early on. We didn't. They. It was like, like I said, it was training, like a training match, attacking against defence for the whole 45 yeah, I could, minutes. I could, yeah, that's actually a valid point. The, you know what? The, the Charlton away game. You, it's yeah. an away game. You're away from home. Yeah. yeah. But I'm going to take a different approach to both of you. I want to go for the West Brom game. And I know what you're saying. Like, what West Brom were like one of the favourites to grow up. I think it was the fact that I was so excited for the season. <laughs> it was late kickoff, and I was so happy that to Forrest be fair, were back. I, w- 
was and the fi- I'm not gonna lie, yeah. And obviously we filmed that podcast didn't we, Jack a few times. Yeah. And like I was so excited and then I know we, I look, don't get me wrong, I probably deep down knew we would lost, but the fact that I was so like, no, we'll get a point today, season will kick on, football's back. Because they beat us by two lucky goals, and we didn't look like we were gonna get it was, back. Yeah, it was tough to deal with. It was with, so wasn't deflating. It? It was a, you know what I mean? Such a bitter pill to swallow. Like, it wasn't even that. The Charlton game was the most frustrating game, as in like watching-wise, because we were so shit. But that, that and the was such a tough one to handle. The thing as was, well. both of them. At least we got a point. With the West Brom game, I just because it was first game of the season, I was just so excited. But oh, I'm glad we went for something different. Anyway, fix uh, another thing that got me about the chart one. Sorry, just quickly. The okay. penalty shout. I'm still not over it. And it's my quiz. My rules. Let me <laughs> Whoa. God. Right, we're going to... tell you to. <laughs> Just point go my to... point across. Just make my point valid. All right, next question. This is for you, Jack, first. Your best slash favourite signing from the summer so far? My best signing. Or your favourite? Whichever one you whichever one you choose. Tomato. It's got to be. Tomato. Yeah. Um, would yeah. you say the same? Yeah, I'd love to say Thiago Silva, but he's just not <laughs> enough. To, he's just not. Semedo's just a. He's he should not be at Forest. He should not be playing for Forest. Do you he's know what? So good. I've been thinking. Obviously, I asked the question, so I've been thinking about it, and it's between. A few, I I will admit some of the players, like the biggest. I mean, I'd say it's between Semedo for me, or I know he's not played loads of games, but Bryce Samber in goal has been quality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, I I was close to saying Samber, but I think because I thought he was just a yeah. bench warmer, but he's absolutely blossomed, and he he's definitely for me took took the top spot. Oh yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. But I think I'll agree with you lot. Semedo, apart from the Preston game and probably the Charlton game, he's been fantastic. Um, only I'll go to you for surprise signing then. So the one that surprised you the most. Um, Jenkinson. Jenkinson. I mean, this is the thing because you've got to think someone like him that's coming from Arsenal down to Forest. That's a degrading time in your career. <laughs> yeah. But I don't mean in a horrible way. <laughs> He's a great player, but you know, there comes a time. You know, that's a that's a bad jump. Like it's not a bad jump, but like. You know, he's come down a league, everything everything he's known, training, probably pay, quality of matches, everything like that is a step down. But, you know, he's took it on the chin and when he's been asked to play, he's played well. And he's he's kind of blossomed into that nice he, he I thought it would take I thought he'd be a bit of a a bad boy and be like, Oh, I don't care, I'm playing in the championship. Like do you know what I mean? Big headed and like Fair enough. The, the thing is, was interesting. Shout. I was coming into this podcast this week, starting a new series called Rinse of the Week, and he was getting it this week. Oh. He was getting it. I mean, you know, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. I'm with Jack. On, I, I want to be controversial here. I agree with Jack. I don't, he's not impressed me so far. Oh, the, man the thing is, not so much the halfway in, line. As soon as you burn past, he got a nosebleed. The point is, it's like he's not in so much impressed me in terms of quality. But it's more the fact that when we signed him, I thought he's just going to be an absolute tosser. Like, in in terms of in the change <laughs> room, he's going to... No, he, what I thought was, he's going to be that player that's just going to piss everyone off. He's not He's not going to be wanted, like, because he's come from a such a big club. And he's just going to cause problems. You know how you always have that... You know how you always have that player in the change room? That everyone's like, oh, fuck's sake, here he is. Look at him. Oh, when we were at Arsenal, we trained like this. When we were at Arsenal, we did that. But I think he's just 
kept his head down. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, then, well, we'll move on from that one. Jack, who's been your surprise <laughs> signing? Uh, uh, Samba. Samba? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah, um, I'm expecting him to be as good as he is. Yeah, you can't argue with that. Um, I'm going to actually go for... I'm surprised not you lot are going for it. I'm going to go for Sammy Amiobi. Oh, yeah. Um, mm. I feel like because everyone, including me, was like, why have we signed him? I know it's the biggest surprise because I was like... And to be fair, Uncle Albert surprised me a little bit as well. He's been more clinical than I thought he would be, to be fair. But no, Amiobi is the one for me because coming from a team that got relegated and, he, you know, you look at his highlights and they look a bit bad. But I've got to say, most games, he's been very consistent. So I knew he could. I knew he could play. The thing that didn't surprise you was because I knew he. I know that. I, well, I knew uh, of him, and I knew that he could play football. But it's just like you think about where he was at, and you think about Bolton and the position they were in, and the position they're in now. He was never going to be like a. I don't think any player in the world could turn Bolton around in the yeah. in the direction they were going. So I think as soon, yeah, maybe Joe Lally. Joe Lally. <laughs> or Carvalho. Yeah. And then, shall we, we're going to, I've put that, I've called the next question, I'll go to you first, Jack. I've done worst signings, not worst signings, let's say most disappointing signings so far. Oh, most disappointing. Also, if any Forest players are listening, it's nothing personal. It is, I hate you all. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a difficult question, to be fair. Um, oh. Do you want me to go first while you two are thinking? Because obviously you don't have done no research. On, if, you've got it, if you've got it in your head, go for it. Owen? I agree with you. Please do not cry when I say this. I know what you're going to say. I've got a name in my head. I'm going to say Thiago Silva. Yeah, I'll go for the same. Do you make it even worse? You go for him as well. I've got to agree. <laughs> yeah, I've got to agree. I don't right, to say the fact it. is, yeah, I'm gonna, I'll start it. For me, it's not the fact that he's played bad because I don't think he's played bad. It's just that I thought he would just do. I mean, I saw, I saw him hit the crossbar against Palace, was it? And uh, from he, had the pre- he had the pre-season of a lifetime. <laughs> he <laughs> really did. He had a pre-season of a lifetime. And I was hoping for was a like, little bit. Guy. I was hoping a little for a little bit more. I think. I, I don't know. I, don't get me wrong. I don't think he's been a bad. Like, he's not a shocking sign. I'm like, why? You know, he shouldn't be playing. He's had good games. He's had good. He's had amazing spells. I want, yeah, I'd say he's had good spells, not good games. Like, there's not yeah. one game where I've come out of the, game, uh, the ground like, wow, Silva was amazing yeah, today. Like, well, like we've done with Semedo. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah Semedo's uh, been something else, though. And he's not even a, he's not even human, Semedo. <laughs> I'm not even joking. Or, he's a fucking Paul robot. Paul Pogba, I've like, made a shrine in his arm. <laughs> <laughs> I say Silva, yeah, but I've got to also give... It was between him and Murek for me. Now... The reason I go for the reason I was thinking about Murik was because there was so much hype around him when he got yeah. here. I was like, I mean, me and you said it, Jack, aren't we? We were like, we were like, he's gonna be one of the best keepers in the league. Any most championship teams would want him. I still think and, he is. Well, I don't know. No. I don't I'm know still I... holding on to the fact that when I signed him on a FIFA career mode, <laughs> and in a year, <laughs> listen, yeah, boys, I'm not even joking, yeah, I signed him on a career mode. <laughs> Yeah, signed him at 64 overall, and by the end of the season he was at like 78, and I was like, this kid. And then he, and then we signed him, and everyone was saying how highly rated he was, and, and Pep was saying how highly rated I was, and I was like, fair, we've just signed a world class keeper. To be fair, I, I feel like a lot of people doing him hard. Like he's made, he made he made two mistakes against West Brom, and he will hold his hands up, and. We, we hung him out to dry that game. Yeah, maybe. we did. But yeah, I, I, I can't. I can't remember. 
any other games he's played where I'll say, fuck, what is he doing in our net? He's not done anything bad, in my opinion, apart from the West Brom game. His distribution and I feel like, is incredible, to Yeah, and I feel like we've only... I'm not going to say disrespected him, but patted him down the, the list a bit because of how um, big of an impact Samba's had in goal. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I also... I mean, oh, go on, I mean, at the end of the day, it's, like, it's still really early on in the season. And I think both keepers are going to get their like equal amount of games. Yeah, like Samba, Samba like he's still really to a bicycle kick into his own net, and then Samba's like, "Now nah, fuck it, Mioric is back in." And then two <laughs> weeks later, we'll see Pantinamon back in there. Oh god, <laughs> there he is. The only thing I would say is like, I know oh, he's that's I mean, I maybe because I'm a bit harsh and I'm a bit like, maybe you're right. Maybe I'm one of the people that just like already wrote him off. But the only thing I would say is, I mean, because I watched him at Leeds. And who did he play after Leeds? He was so rattled against Leeds. Yeah, he Leeds looked were so nervous. Yeah, Leeds Where Samba were just looked so confident. Like, he just, do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know, man. But no, that's my. So we all agree that Togo Silva has been the most disappointing signing. Yeah, I'd agree to that. Yeah. I, I, he might need time. He might blossom. But I think there was such hype around him. And he, the guy. Is still your, is still like your boy, a, though? He's still my boy. I'm <laughs> He couldn't oh, mate. I'm back into day one. We um we've had a lot of players leave over the summer, haven't we? And yeah, Daryl Murphy as well. I just want to know who was That's not the, sad the to leave. Surprise. But, should I say sad to leave or should I say like who would you like? Not oh, I don't know if I was disappointed for anyone to leave really. Um, I suppose the only one that with significance is Osborne. Yeah, significant. Osborne Osborne's the only real decent player. I'd have paid for his taxi up to Sheffield. <laughs> so would I. I'm not, I'm, <laughs> you just, you I'm just, not going against you on that. I'm just saying that this is the only significant transfer we've made going out, in my opinion. I felt sorry for him because the amount of stuff I used to say about Osborne last season. Uh, anyway, before we get dislikes, because I know Forest fans are still missing. Also, one thing <laughs> I would say, and this is, I don't know about you lot, but I've been on Twitter recently. And whenever a player leaves, right, and a player that's been shocking, here's what always happens. This is a tweet that always gets mentioned. Um, thank you for thinking he didn't deserve all the shit he got. And I'm like, what are you on about? Like, I saw someone praising Darren Murphy was like, all Forest fans didn't rate him. I don't know why. Because <laughs> he was dog shit. Oh, he was awful. I mean, honestly, I've seen it so many times. <laughs> just strange because like, you were the same people that were tweeting like six months ago that you want him out of the club. Do you know what I mean? Don't yeah, act yeah. because you might see Pe- it on Twitter. People's got to stop being sentimental with players. It's as simple as that. That's the biggest thing that comes down to like being sentimental. With I him. love Murph Dino shit. Yeah. But because it happens. It's the same with the. I saw something as well. Was it, was it Bradcourt that's gone as well? Yeah. Someone said, someone said something like he didn't get enough of a chance. Oh, shut up. It's like <laughs> the guy got 23 never minutes. Never rated him. Honestly, I never rated him. Never rated he, him. The guy got like 23 minutes in, in the second half once and played like a blind. Grandma, <laughs> literally, he was nowhere near good enough. For I guess Forrest, so I don't know why he was there. Yeah, I, don't, <laughs> I, don't, I just feel fans need to stop being sentimental with players leaving the club. Yeah. I think like, one thing that fans have done really well is he had, the players have sold recent years of Barrington, Osborne, and Apaya has brought us like something like nearly. Oh, and that's uh, the one that's that actually that's a yeah, and who's the other one? A Burke has like made us like forty million profit. Yeah, Burke thirteen million, Apaya eight, so that's twenty one. Barrington went for what seven. How did we get uh, eight million for a pyre? That's the one that shocked me the most. Yeah. To be fair. That eight was so shocked to see. And that. Yet we only told Antonio five million for West Ham. I'll never understand. 
I don't understand that either. I don't know that, what they must see. Our own dog run to his head. Honestly, though, they must. Forest must have been like, look. Forest must have said a joke like, "I'll oh, give us eight million, you can have them." They were like, "All right." Forest like, "What?" <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> like eight million. I mean, don't get me wrong. The, the the kid's got potential, and like when he came on, he did look. I mean, I'm not personally. Whenever I saw him, he didn't blow me away personally. I was no, he didn't, didn't play a lot. To be fair, because um, he put on his I Snapchat. Th- um, Paul Taylor's tweet about him being in Spain having his medical and he was like silly decision from the club because he knows him personally and I messaged him and I went silly decision for the club are you absolutely sniffing something here and he went why what are you on about he's a sick Is player it? he's going to do my cousin alright he was like he's a sick player he's going to be sick for us in the future I was like but we don't know that yeah, that's unknown no, and if yeah, we get you... 8 million slapped on the table for an 18 year old you've got to take someone's hand off straight for it and as 8 he, as million he, as for he, an 18 year old lad is massive and also I want to know how many of these Forest fans because like, I mean we're, we're ourselves three are pretty big Forest fans yeah and like I'm going to be honest with you I don't really watch the academy that much how many of these all these dialed Forest fans watch the academy because apparently everyone knows about the these youngsters <laughs> that are amazing anyone that comes through the academy I mean? they were like yeah watched him under 40 he's <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, have you have you Derek from Trenton <laughs> <laughs> have you because <laughs> don't I get me wrong, right? There are some, there are some, there are some, there are some fans yeah that literally watch the academy, and I, yeah. I totally respect them. But like, for example, it's like you said, your cousin, oh, he's gonna be class in the future. Where have you I got, seen this? I've not seen it. Like, for example, I know it's different, right? I mean, how old is he now? Is he eighteen, nineteen? Yeah. Something same like age. that, isn't he? Right. Um, and you see other players in our league right now that are the same age, all about sixteen-year-old from Birmingham, but are, is in the team. Yeah. Our right winger, if we're being honest, he's a right winger, isn't he? Yeah. Our right wing position, especially last year, apart from, it was only cash. Yeah. If he was that good, he'd have got him a team, do you know what I mean? It's a valid I just, point. I just, I've seen him a few times, like he's come on a few times off the bench. As a he's played his appearance. He's made the, a few starts here and there, and like you said, every single performance I've seen him, he's not blown me away in any way, shape or form. That's why when I saw the reports, I was like, hey, no, I was like, am I reading this right? <laughs> Like in pre-season, he came out, I think it was the Sociedad game. He came straight on, got the ball, ran at his defender and didn't do mm. anything with the run. He ran in a straight line, straight out and got tackled. Do you know what? Yeah. I'm, I'm glad I said this because I thought I was in the forest for that because I thought I was going to get a lot of hate for that. Cause, like, no, I'm, I'm totally with you, Dylan. Like, yeah, I, I like, actually had this argument with my cousin the other day. I can get the conversation up on Snapchat and send it to you. He I mean, he's not, he's, he's, he weren't consistently bad, but then he weren't consistently outside. He was just like, he was just there. Right? I thought 8 million was a good deal for both teams. Like, we get a good price for him and they get a player for the second division of Spain it'll probably do a decent job yeah yeah I think it's fair we'll keep our tabs well. in the season and uh, we'll see how it's doing um, so next question is obviously I know it's only been like eight games but player of the season so far who wants to go first I mean I think it's obviously Pantelemon <laughs> I mean I've been at the training ground every week you know working <laughs> I've seen him on the treadmill <laughs> He's been putting in a solid 12 and a half minutes with a 2.5 gradient. I mean, he's killing it on that treadmill. No, I think it's Tomato. Yeah. Tomato's been your player of the season, has it? Yeah, so far. He's cut above the rest. I know he's had his little down spells here and there. Um, But when he's been on it, he's been been seriously on it. 100%. In fact, yeah, we'll, we'll put this poll out on our Twitter and Instagram account for the Let's Talk Forest account and we'll let other fans yes. decide it as well. Uh, no, yeah, so would you say... So who's your pick then? Do you have to pick someone else, Jack? Because we'll pick a player. I have to pick someone else? Yeah. 
Oh, I, 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 I know we can't, who we can't else have a, We can't have a poll, can we? Just no, 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 I, I would have made the poll different, like, four different ways. Oh, well, uh, but, fair enough. And who else would you pick to know why Jack could think? Uncle Albert. So, if if mm. I'm going for my choice, I'm gonna, maybe we're going to be controversial. Michael Dawson. No. Uh, yeah, no, yeah, I get that. I get no, that. Like, no I, I agree with you. Like, not as in, no, like, no. To be fair, I, uh, yeah. The man's 35 years of age. And... Yeah, he's done bits for a 35-year-old lad. I think my shout, I mean, if we're gonna, if I've got to pick someone different, would be um, Grabbins up there. Yeah, oh, he's a he's not. He doesn't do any man, running. He don't score goals. He can't score goals outside the box. What are you on about? You know nothing about football. <laughs> and he's only played in the league games. So he's scored four and six. Yeah. Which he's averaging, I'm not going to try and work that out, roughly because it's like 0.7 goals a game or something like that. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah, my, my shout's going to be grabbing, I think, player of the season. Because without his goals, we wouldn't, be, we wouldn't have won them games. When Adoma's been, when Adoma is like on it as well, he can play football. Yeah, but he's super sub. He's 100% super sub, but he's like the perfect super sub. So Samedo, Dawson, and Graben. Yeah. Samba's got to be in there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know if he's not, played not in North. Since being in the I don't know if he's played enough for me, but he's definitely hey. been fantastic when he's played. Wait, he's played against Fleetwood, Derby, Fulham, Fulham, Derby, Preston. He's not lost a game. That's, that's half the games. Three, three Four, wins. Oh, yeah. Three wins yeah. and a draw. He's got. Yeah. That's and he's only conceded two goals in four games. Fulham and Preston. I think it just doesn't feel like... I feel it's joke because he came in so late. It just feels yeah. like he's not been there long. But I suppose actually... When you think I feel like they're your four players. Yeah, I, I totally agree. And then... Um, so we'll put that poll out. And um, last question. I've got four... Obviously, like... you got Carvalho coming back from injury. Um, you've also got... Um, what's his name? Um, oh, Bo- Bostock. Is it both stock? Yeah. Right? yeah. Yeah. And the other Samba, um, Sal Samba. Our both from San Everyone wants to see Carvalho back in the team. But how about the other two midfielders? Would you like to see any of them two have a chance? Because I feel like Samba Sal is actually deserves a chance now in midfield. Yeah, I'd, I'd start him. Because when he Sonsi. came on against Preston, I thought he did a good job. And he started against Fulham as well, didn't he? He's yeah. a bit of a unit, to be fair. Yeah, he is a bit of a unit. And I, I, I rate he runs. His legs don't look like they belong to him, like. But... No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was the only one that noticed, but Jeremy runs, I can't help but laugh. <laughs> it just looks like two different halves of a body. Like... No, when, uh, obviously, you were training at half-time against Preston, like, personal, like, one-on-one training to come on. And um, the coach whacked the ball at his feet. He made a lovely touch. I was like, I'm surprised. Well done. And he, he tried doing some sort of scare. I don't know what happened. He nearly <laughs> fell over the ball. That's <laughs> my head off. He's one of the players who just somehow manages to get past three players. And he has no, like, he, he's, a kind of, he's got, like, one and a half skills, skill moves on FIFA. But, like, somehow he still gets past three players. But no. It's great to see. I've got to admit, though, like, every player, I know we said Silver was a bit of a disappointment, I think every player we've signed has done a decent job, to be fair. Apart from Jenkins, then. No offence to the lad. Well, apart from Owen, thinks he's a surprise signing. No, but... I think... Don't fuck out of it now, I'm, Owen. No, I'm not fucking out. I'm just going to back my point up. I didn't say surprise player as in, like, every fucking week, outstanding. For Owen to do a... To say somewhere, it's just 
quality. What did he say the other yeah. week? <laughs> hey, to be fair, I love how I said I love Lamucci's football, and then we went and played <laughs> Fulham, and we went and played Fulham. That, that's what I meant. That's no, what we I meant. meant. He was like, "Oh, I'm loving Lamucci's style of play." I went, "What is it?" He went, "I don't know." <laughs> yeah, that was it. Yeah, yeah. I just didn't have the words. I didn't have the words. I was like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> "What I meant, right?" If, if anyone goes back and listens to that podcast, <laughs> we'll somehow edit it to when someone says, what's Lamucci's style? I'll say, full him away. <laughs> That's what it is. Full him away. You hear it. Yeah. <laughs> quality. Absolute quality. <sighs> On that note, fellas. Season of all the things I've been said. Yeah. I was putting like a small montage at the end of the season. What I'm here for? I'll prove you all wrong. I'll prove you all wrong. Jenkinson <laughs> Derby, boys. 24th. Carl Jenkinson, oh my. The Jenkinson Derby. The Jenkinson Derby is, is real. Well, Maybe past the halfway line. I might like him. <laughs> he's going he's gonna to whip one from halfway. He's going to score this season. He's going to do it. So yeah, before we offend any more people, so, yeah, we'll, probably edit that bit. we'll probably edit that bit out. No, keep it in. Keep it in. Keep it in because if it happens, <laughs> I I look sick. <laughs> I look sick. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's it for the end of the podcast. Thank you for listening, and thank you for all the support on the first month, the likes, subscribers, comments, and everything of that sort. Um, we'll be back next week to preview the Swansea and Arsenal game. Come on, you Reds, we'll shit house at the Emirates it's incoming but yeah <laughs> thanks for listening thanks everyone